Hello and welcome to the Lauren of Love podcast. I've thought a lot about this intro, so I'm just going to speak from my heart. This is a show where we can focus on deep dialogue, tough conversations around personal development, spirituality, and inner work. You're here because you're dedicated to your growth, your expansion, your transformation. You want more out of life, and you're a spiritual woman who's calling in abundance and believes that the tools and the gateway to creating the life of her dreams are within. This is the space for us to learn all of the strategies and all of the practices of what makes us the most abundant, prosperous, successful version of ourselves. Along this journey, I'm going to be sharing some stories, some real raw lessons behind the scenes of my own life, and some tools and tricks that you can embody in your own spiritual practice. I've been a personal development and spiritual teacher for the last five years full-time in an online business, and I'm so empowered and so grateful to be able to share this medicine with you on the show. Let's dive in, let's get started, and let's transform together. For courses, programs, and a sacred membership, go visit laurenoflove.com. Hello, my beautiful sisters. Welcome back to the Lauren of Love podcast. I'm really excited to be here with you today. Oh my gosh, I... I have so much to share. There's so much moving through me. This season of healing for me has been rather intense. Um, I think, you know, along our healing journey, we kind of go through these ups and downs where like we'll face seasons of real hardship and resistance where we're moving through a lot of deep stuff. And then we'll face seasons where things kind of are easy and elevated and beautiful. And so this season that uh, I am working through particularly has been really hard, I think, because I've become more sensitive. As many of us are like waking up, we have more sensitivity to what's going on in the world, and there's so much happening in the world. And, um, you know, especially with all of this stuff around COVID and the vaccines and the culture now of um, what we are navigating in terms of mandates, in terms of personal freedom in terms of respect for others and their personal choices, you know, this is something that is really um, a big thing that's weighing on a lot of people. You know, I went to the gym uh, several days in a row back home in Connecticut. I'm in Sedona now, just came out of a ceremony weekend. It was, it was beautiful. Um, but back home, I was going to the gym and I noticed after a couple of days, I'd get like tired and feeling really sad and anxious and I didn't know what was going on and I realized the reason I was feeling that way was because I was watching the TVs and the news and what was happening. So, you know, as we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you guys to be really sovereign in protecting your boundaries with information. There's so much information out there. We pass billboards when we drive. We hear the radio when we turn on our car. We see the TVs at the gym. We hear the messages on the gas station pumps when we're filling up our cars. Like, We have to be really mindful and very intentional about what we consume. And um, I just want to share that with you guys because I think that has been a really helpful tool for me to be really clear and firm on what I don't allow into my space. So yeah, we're going to dive into a podcast episode today, a behind the scenes of a, what I'd like to call a COVID support call. Now, uh, something to just speak on. 
This is a call that is a recorded group call from inside of our HEAL program. If you don't know what the HEAL program is, it is a six-month container of personal, spiritual, and physical transformation in your life. And this is such a powerful container of study for how to use spirituality, energetics, and self-healing to shift all aspects of your reality. And I have seen so many women go through this program and get so many beautiful results. And we open doors again on September 20th. But this program that we are running now, the live round, we have group calls every single week, right? To to offer support for anybody who needs support through their healing process. And on this particular call a couple of weeks ago, one of my clients, Justine, raised her hand and said, I need to share. I'm having a hard time. This is what's happening for me, like COVID, I'm having some struggles. And this call was so beautiful and so supportive. And I feel like it will provide you so much medicine if you are moving through struggles with COVID or with the vaccines, what we're navigating for our healing right now. I really hope this episode touches you and lets you feel that you are not alone and helps you by hearing the voices of other sisters and brothers who are also moving through challenge. You know, something that was really expressed on this call uh, was the feeling of, I feel like I have nobody to talk to about this. And so I wanted to take this recorded group call and share it with all of you so that if you are listening and you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to about this, that you can find solace and prayer and compassion and gratitude in just hearing what other people are moving through and the similarities for what you're feeling as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Lauren of Love podcast. I hope that this COVID support call supports you just by listening to the replay. And again, I want to remind you all that the HEAL program opens doors on September 20th. And you can go to the show notes of this episode to check out the sales page, how the program works, the process of HEAL, the testimonials, the types of content, the pricing, all of it is available for you there on the sales page. So you can go to laurenoflove.com slash HEAL or click the link in the show notes. So with that being said, enjoy this episode of the podcast. Hi, you guys. You can all hear me. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. So happy to have you all here today. Hi, sisters and brothers. Sisters and brothers. I, I promise by the end of this session, it will not be an afterthought to also say brother. You know, I always, it's, it's, it's something so interesting for me because when I say like when I say sisters, right? Like it's it's not like a, a feminine thing. It's like speaking to the collective energy of the container, like the, the feminine process we're in maybe like of healing. So every time I'm, I say it, I'm like thinking of all of you. And then I'm like, oh wait, hold on. English language, brothers, sisters, like separated. So thank you for your patience. I love you so much. Um, yeah really, really so happy to be here with you guys. This is like a really sacred day and a very sacred call um, for many reasons, if I may share. Uh, number one, I just got out of ceremony work. So um, the, the three to five days after ceremony, my husband and I have this thing. Um, <laughs> 
we are not allowed to have any serious conversations within like the, the week after medicine because you're so sensitive, you know, they're like a newborn baby. And that's true of like all areas. Like sometimes I, I when I got out of ceremony and I went to the gas station to fill up my tank, you know how they have the, the news blasting? I was like, oh, like, oh no. Like, you know, it was just a lot. You could feel very like hit by it. So um, I'm ultra sensitive in where I am right now. I'm also moving through a lot right now. That's like really cool around our study. Like, I feel like I'm a student right alongside you guys in this teenage work. Um, if I may share, I think I, I would like to share if that's okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, like we talk about the teenager study, right? We're all in the teenager study. We're closing it up today, shifting into reclamation, which is so powerful and beautiful and juicy. Um, and like teenage work, like I saw Kindy shared something too, right? Where she had a realization that what she was moving through in her physical life was like, oh, this is actually like my teenager. Like I see her, holy shit, right? Big breakthrough. And I want to hear your share on that as well today, if you can. Um, so for me, a lot of what has been coming up is um, projections from like other sisters when I step up and like, go into like a stronger leadership role. I've been receiving, you know, some like, I think we call them trolls in like social media space, you know, like, like some of that stuff, but like also in like personal life energy where someone's just being kind of trolly, you know what I mean? you're like, man, this person, like you're poking at me. Like I, I, you're, you're judging me. You're, you don't see me. You don't, you don't, uh, you're projecting all your shit on me. You think I'm something that I'm not, right? Like that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody here, but like it's all projection. Like um, when someone says something to you that makes you start to question yourself, that's like immediately you can tell that that's a projection. So like if somebody says to you like, oh, like you're just being a really bad wife. And like up until that point, you thought that you were like a really good wife and you were just talking to the sister about your conflict with your beloved, but she's triggered because she sees that like, you're trying to be free, right? And like live your life dream. I'm just making this up as we go, right? You're trying to live your life dream, be free. And you're having a conflict with your beloved and you're going to this friend. You're like, I don't know what's happening. And the friend's like, yeah, you're being really selfish. You're being really selfish. You shouldn't want to do your own thing. You, that's wrong right? Like she's projecting her beliefs onto you, right? That's, and then you're like, oh my God, wait, am I wrong to like want this? I want to be this way, but it's, I thought I deserved this. Is this wrong? The minute you start to question yourself, that's a projection that is now coming at you and, and um, almost in like an energetic, um, I don't know if it's like a dark energy way, but it's like a spirit and it's like coming in you and you're like, oh, like, do you guys know what I'm saying? this land with you makes sense total sense okay cool beautiful so I've been feeling a lot of that and a lot of it is like around my stories of like being um like uh being a bad person or being like out of integrity or being like uh not in my heart and and when I receive those projections um I feel like it's bringing up the wounds of like how it's not safe to be seen among other friends 
like my friends don't love me and accept me for who I am. My friends don't empower me. My friends don't, it's not safe to be myself around people. Like, so all of that's starting to come up and I'm like, wow, I really felt that way as a teenager. Holy shit. Here it is. Right. So I was moving all that energy last week. It was so profound so beautiful. And I'm like, I, I sat with medicine this weekend and just like purged it all, right. Released it all and came into this really beautiful space. Um, and tomorrow I'm getting on a plane to go spend time with my father who I have not seen since we had a huge conflict. So again, teenager work, right. All coming up for me. I'm so excited for it. Uh, but yeah, it's just a lot, right. So we're um, energetically, I feel like all of us are like moving a lot. And so this call is really a, a safe space for us to all share, uh, and to keep it like what I'm, what I'm really hoping here is like, I want to hold space for you guys to celebrate the parts of this process that are moving through you that you're really proud of. Sometimes verbally expressing things can be really helpful. And I also want this to be a space where you can process and say something's coming up in my personal life. Uh, I'm having a hard time with it. You know, what, let's talk about it. Right. So this is a safe space for both of those things and also safe space to ask questions. So if something's coming through for you that you are moving through with the homework or with your study and you're finding yourself confused or you're finding yourself in need of a little bit of clarity, this is the call to do that. So we're going to do all those things tonight. Does that sound good? Cool. Um, a reminder, we have our final ceremony call in this container listed in the course content links and calendar dates. So just make sure you check that because it'll be our third ceremony. Um, so yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. But Kindy, I'd like to kind of start with you. I'd love for you to share like what happened and what you moved through, what came up uh, around the teenager this last week. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. So I send out weekly love notes to my email list and I woke up last Thursday to almost half of my subscribers unsubscribing like my email on my end was just covered in unsubscribes and I was like oh my god but I've done a lot of shifts like a lot of shifts over this last couple of weeks I completely changed everything and I'm going back to like completely who I am so I woke up to an unsubscribe list and I sat there and I cried because it was like, I literally was in the teenager. People were not happy with who I was. They were just like, stop being this person. And that's, I went through that a lot as a teenager. I wasn't, you know, accepted in the groups. I was the wise girl that, you know, could hang out with the adults but I wasn't the teenager to have teenage friends. So like I was sitting there, I was like, this is rejection. Just like I, I went through completely in my teenage years. And I like, wasn't realizing it as it was happening. It was like later after I sat and journaled and did all my meditation, I was like, well, this is where this work I've been doing over here is now like connecting with where I'm at here. But it was, it was really hard. And then I realized, you know, holy crap, this is part of my healing process. Like I'm having to relive this, but it's because I need to heal this process that I never healed back then. Yeah. So 
yeah and then I went and posted I, I'm sure you read part one I went and posted part two in my group I thought I posted it in my group I screwed up and posted it in a yard sale group and had no and like it was like the most <laughs> vulnerable post I've ever posted <laughs> like totally posted in a yard sale nobody said anything it sat there for three days until I was like really nobody commented on that in my group like I can't believe nobody said anything <laughs> I went looking for it and I found it in my yard sale group and I was like oh my god so I deleted it and didn't realize it I hadn't saved it anywhere else oh no and so I gotta rewrite it but it's okay it's okay it's okay spirit does this it's fine slowly <laughs> remove myself from that group <laughs> See, like sometimes I like sometimes the universe is just so fucking funny, like so funny in how she throws things back at you. Like you're so afraid of rejection. Like, let me embarrass you for a half minute. Like, let's just let's make this happen. So beautiful. Look, laughter, right? Releasing, right? Sometimes it can be that simple to move through something from that perspective. And what's cool is spirit's showing you these two contrasted experiences, one right after the another, right? So the first experience, it was like, oh, heavy weight. And then look at this, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so what, what do you want to choose, right? What's oh, I'm, I just think it's hilarious. I mean, I have a business coach and she was like, oh my God, Kimmy, we have to like fix this. And I'm like, there's nothing to fix. Like, it's just funny at this point. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious because I screwed up and nobody oh. said anything. I have, I have a better, are you ready for this one? <laughs> I was, I was so afraid of people knowing the real me when I was like in college. And uh, I, I hid, you know, all my shit. And I was also processing all my shit. So one year I wrote out, I took all my journals. I must've had like 30 journals from like eight years old till then. And I hand typed them all up and I like ceremoniously burnt all these journals. And I'm like, let me, let me email myself this document so that I can like print it up later. And I accidentally emailed it to like the assistant Dean of my co like college, like my journaling school. And I was, I was a major in journalism and it was a small, yeah, it was a small major. So like, she totally read that shit. And like, dude, there's a lot that you write about between the ages of like eight to like 13, which is probably maybe where she got, but like, <laughs> I was mortified. So yeah, spirits like, you're so afraid of people seeing the real you, like here's your total. <laughs> yeah, so we can laugh about it now, it's good. Um, yeah, I'll say too, like um, the, re the, re the death, um, part of shamanic study, which is like kind of what we're doing, right? We're like learning how to move energy through like past traumas and stuff through our bodies and through our lives. Um, part of that is what's like called the, the ego death, right? You ever hear this? And it looks different for all of us. There are elements of the ego death that exists in every shifting paradigm that you guys create for yourself, right? Like if you're going to let go of an old money story, there will be an element of egoic death that happens in that process, no matter who you are. Um, same thing in our relationship with healing rejection or healing our relationship with sexuality or healing like, all of it, right? So, um, and finding your purpose, right? Like waking up to who you are. So uh, the ego death in like physical 3D form as a result of like all of this shifting, um, it shows up as loss, 
right? Like, so losing followers, like when I shifted my identity, which is what's happening for you, you're becoming more of who you are, you're sinking into who you are and you're showing up with that. And now because you're doing that and you're in this conscious high vibration of self, you're breaking old paradigms with old belief systems. And those old belief systems are coming at you and you're feeling all the emotions again. And you're like, fuck, right? It's an ego death of the idea that that even fucking matters in the first place because it really doesn't, right? And so it's losing that perspective, shifting that perspective. It's also a, a, a result to make space for the people that you really want to receive. Like my belief system um, around how many of you guys run businesses in some way or like entrepreneurship style stuff? Okay, uh, just to speak to this real quickly, uh, we energetically hold container. Like we all have this, like, like let's use Catherine, my friend Catherine as an example. I love Catherine Zinkina, right? Manifestation babe. Energetically, her container is like more, 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 more. She's so good at it, right? She's so good at that. For some of us, when we're navigating like the early stages of moving trauma and moving stories and shifting consciousness, when we're doing this like heavy work, sometimes we're like, okay, let's just make things stay the same, right? Let me energetically only have availability for this, right? And so if that's the case in your subconscious, there's a beautiful die-off happening to make space for the people that are going to pay to make space for, and your, your belief system is going to shift because now it's not like I need more people. It's just like, I need the right people. And so you're holding space to receive them. So it's all happening. Right. So every time you lose anything in your life, right, a loved one, anytime you lose um, an aspect of yourself or a, a relationship, it's like, okay, well, this is happening for me, right, in some way. So what is this, right? What's coming through here? And, and I think you see that. So that's really cool. Good work. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Okay, who else? Who here would like to share either a question or a thought, a moment of celebration, a moment of need of support, anything coming through for any of you guys? Is everyone feeling really good? Justine? I can actually use some support. Cool. And it's a, it's a, it's a hard topic. Um, but I haven't let anything with COVID or the vaccine affect me. I actually might start to cry, damn. Um, but last week, it really, really, and I don't, I'm not like a news consumer or anything like that. I, I do what I have to do to keep up with it. But doing this work, I've been really addressing um, those feelings and being able to um move past them pretty fast um but it was like announced that in order to do um things that I do that like why I'm still here in like the music industry um or even traveling that they're forcing people in my like state and my surrounding states to get the vaccine and I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that but I just think that it's wrong to do that. And um, I don't want to put anything in my body that's new. And it's like, you're not allowed to work 
or um, do things that are important to you unless you do something that they force. And it really bothers me. And I've been really good with it for like a year and a half. But like, I know so many people who um, lost their jobs. I'm, I'm one of them. And um, it's like you either can do that or, or um, you have to be forced to put a chemical in your body. And um, I was really working through it, but I felt like a teenager in the teenage years, um, like, uh, you're not, you're not going to be able to live the life that you want. And it's like actively happening. So it's been really hard um, working through it um, positively. I've been so proud of myself, but this has been a very hard week. And I just wanted to talk about it, if that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I want to know just, you know, show of hands, maybe everybody who's here in prison, um, do you all feel comfortable with this conversation? Okay, cool. Yeah, beautiful. Um, I just want to check with that because, you know, these are very sensitive things and, um, I don't always say the right thing. Okay, so I want you guys to be aware of that, please. Okay, I'm, I'm human. Um, these conversations can feel um, a little bit hard for me. If I may speak to that before we, we move through this dialogue, I'm really happy this is opening up as a conversation. I think it's an important conversation to have. Um, and it feels really sacred, like a deep prayer to like actually talk about this. Um, I'm very uncomfortable speaking about it because in the past when I have had spoken about it, it had um, really uh, hard consequences. And, and that's what I've been really sitting with in my own healing path. It's, it's like, there are things that I really feel passionate to speak on and to do but when I speak on them or I do them, I'm faced with hard consequences. And I don't know if it's spirit trying to like correct me. Like, am I doing these things in an egoic way? Am I saying the wrong thing? Am I being ignorant? Am I not taking pause to study before I open my mouth and like speak something, right? Am I too soon to have an opinion? Am I too soon to step into a responsibility of authority in certain ways, which is another conversation, but yes. So I'm, it makes me uncomfortable, but it's also a necessary dialogue to have. Okay. And, um, I'll say to what's helpful is, um, what I share, please take what lands with you and leave the rest and please don't judge me. Right. Like that's don't, I, I think it's like, I don't want what I share in this dialogue to affect, um, my relationship with uh, your trust in like ability to do this work, right? So uh, I'm still a student, I'm still learning in what COVID means, just like all of you and like what we do about it, just like all of you. And um, I give myself permission to evolve my perspectives just as, as you should for yourselves, okay? But right now, I think there is a very strong energy from women that I have experienced men too, but it may because I work more with women. I'm seeing it a lot from women 
but just this really uh, deep fear that our bodies will be forced to do something that we don't want to put our bodies through. Tell me what that is, sisters. Okay, that's rape, right? That's rape energy. And so um, the, that is why I want to just explain this. That's why this is so sensitive. Okay. So when you're watching the news and you're seeing like, I, I, this happened to me, Justine, I went, I went to the gym three days in a row and I was like, first of all, I was so proud of myself. That I actually did that. That was a huge accomplishment. I was like, fuck yeah. But I couldn't figure out why, like after like the second or third day, I was like getting more like anxious in my body and I like, wasn't aware of it. And then finally I just made the connections. I was like, okay, I'm anxious. And this is like, I was talking to this girl. Um, sorry, I'm stepping, but this is all connected. Listen to Thursday's podcast. It's a bonus in your next week's study. If you want to get ahead when we release that first, I did an interview with this woman, Ashan. And as Sean, COVID hit her so bad, she got such severe anxiety in her body that now she has nerve pain that's so bad she can't speak, like she can't move her jaw. So I had to you know, have conversation with her while she was texting in Zoom and we recorded it and it's really powerful. Um, but anxiety in your body, right? That's coming up and being created in this whole life around you, right? Uh, it's a lot about this. And people don't realize and you're realizing it. So it's really good. You're becoming aware of where your energy is being thrown and what's causing it. So that's the first piece. You'd be proud of that connection. Some people uh, don't have that awareness. And the more you develop that awareness, the more happy you will be in your life because you'll correct things more quickly. So cool. Um, so where do we go from here? There's so many rabbit holes around this conversation. We could open up so much. First of all, um, I was talking with my friend Stephanie about this. Stephanie is a, the breathwork facilitator that did our breathwork in this program. And uh, she's an ER doctor, which I love. And she said to me, she called me the other day. She's in the medicine with me. She's more studied than me in ayahuasca. She said the dieta is the whole thing. We started at the same time and she's just so studied and she does not want to get the vaccine, right? She's been very against it. And she called me the other day. She said, you know, Lauren, I decided I'm going to do some research. She said, I, I want to like research this medicine, this vaccine. I want to understand it more so I can make my own decision from a zero point frequency. And I thought that was so profound. She said, you know, when you go about these things and you address them, the, the whole issue here is that um, for many of us, we are in this place where the big thing that we are focused on is um, the fear that we may one day be forced to do something. And that makes us really unsafe. And it makes us feel really unsafe, right? The word... The world feels very unsafe. Your life feels very unsafe, right? Because of this big thing that's happening. And so it's so common to feel these symptoms of uh, suffering in your physical life because this is playing out, right? 2020, 2021 was such a year of suffering for people, right? Divorces, bankruptcies, financial hardship, 
This is not to be dismissed. This is serious stuff, right? And no one's really like addressing it the right way, you know? Um, so um, my point of view and perspective, I actually shared it on Facebook today because I was like, you know, period aggression moment. And I just shared like, you know, this is, this is for me, I'm just like you, like, I don't want to do something that's like, not, I don't want to put chemicals in my body. I just don't because my body has been through so much, you know, like my husband, if he wanted to get the vaccine, I probably wouldn't be too worried, you know, because <clears throat> I don't want him to get it, but I respect his decisions for his body. He knows what's best for his body. I know what's best for my body. You know, it's, it's all, it's all going to look different. So like, um, you know, we got to respect one another in our choices for self. And Justine, your, your choice right now is um, to not get the vaccination, right? I don't want to put chemical, I don't want to put something new into my body. So Stephanie, my conversation with her, she said something really fascinating. Um, we were dissecting all of the fear around like the vaccinations. There's like a whole spectrum of fear, right? There's like the fear that um, I don't know, like the side effects of a very new vaccine that was very quickly put on the market, right? There's the side effect of uh, fear where it's like, oh my God, something's really fucking going on. It's not, this isn't about the vaccine. This is about something else. Like what the fuck, right? And then there's the, uh, this whole other deep thing, like you're going to get a nanobot in your body and it's going to track you all over the place. Right. And there's, so there's a lot of fear, right? My perspective is that anything that you think is true is enjoy that reality. Have fun. But this is your body. This is your life. You get to play this game. And you get to make it look however you want it to look. So we know that right now there's this like battle that Justine's got going on in her video game of life, right? And she's this warrior action Xena goddess and she's living her dreams. And there's like this big virus pandemic plague thing. And, you know, it's going to attack her. And she's like, I don't fucking want that. Like, I don't want it. Get away from me. Right. Um, I will say too, from that playful perspective, there's also the other side of this. Please honor the healing that you need to go through in relation to how this exists with sexual trauma. Please look at that connection as it exists in your life, what it means, where in your life have you been forced to do things that you did not want to do on any level. I was forced to go to my grandma's house all the time. And there were times I just hated it. And I remember the feeling of trying to force myself to do something I didn't want to do and disassociating, right? So um, these are trauma wounds, right? Uh, so I know Kindy wrote something, but before I tap into that energy, I'm gonna, I, I, I won't, yes, I'm here with you. I'm gonna answer that. Um, so the best thing that I can tell you, do you want to know what I would do? <laughs> 
So I, I talked to my husband about this because the, the TV day, right? That I watched all the TV and made day three. I had came home crying and he's like, what's wrong? Like, it's like, I'm just really sad because I feel like it was very real. My emotion was very real at the time. I felt like um, all of these people in this world were being forced to do something that they really actually didn't want to do. And that really made me sad. Right. That made me really fucking sad. And, you know, it started with like, I heard that San Francisco now is going to require vaccination cards for all restaurants. And then I heard that, um, you know, Delaware workers in certain uh, industries were being forced to get the vaccination. Right. And like what that meant for them. Um, so all you can do is worry about you. Right. So this is a study of separation as well. Everybody has their own life path. Everybody knows what's best for them. Everybody has a soul that is having a learning that is going through life experience. And that's it. So detach a little bit from that. Minus your children, you know, your husband, obviously there's like more to it than that, but just detach a little bit, right? Like, and come back to you and the situation that you have in your hands right now, right? Because Matt's perspective on the world stuff was, uh, this isn't gonna last. People are already getting fucking pissed off, right? There's a, a sign I saw somewhere in PA today, somebody put a sign outside the door that said, you cannot come in here if you're wearing a mask for their restaurant. I thought that was so cool. I was like, that's awesome, right? Like, um, and I think it's also uh, really sad because there's a lot of people that are still clinging to their fear. You know, that needs to be acknowledged. This was such a trauma. Like our whole entire universe, our world got hit with such a fucking trauma. And it's like still showing up. It's showing up with like the wars to protect native lands and the peoples, you know. Um, it's showing up in like all these ways. Uh, so this is good though. Like I want to, this concept of death, right? That we've talked about, let's just loop this back. This is good because people are waking up, right? People are waking up. Not everybody, everyone has different timelines. Some people are still in their dark night of the soul. Acknowledge that you guys aren't, you're here. So celebrate it right? Maybe go cry a little bit for what you've been through, right? But don't indulge because we're out of that shit, right? So, so we're good. Um, and if you're still suffering through it now, please don't let me, don't, please don't feel like I dismissed you on that, right? Like if you're still having a hard time, it's okay to honor that and, you know, tend to it. In many ways I am, you know, just like right now before when I cried, right? Like I'm, there's still things I'm having, you know, still suffering and grief. Um, but yeah, so um, anyway, what's important here is to remember energetics. So like um, if I smoke cigarettes in prayer, right? 
and I inhale that smoke and I imagine grandfather medicine protecting me, right? And grounding me. I'm using that of the highest vibration, right? If I'm smoking cigarettes every time thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm killing myself. I'm going to get cancer. I'm killing myself. I'm going to get cancer. Like, think about it. It's very different. And it gives a different reaction. It gives a different experience. So like people who are smoking tobacco in native lands and prayer all the time, how many of them die of lung cancer? You know, they live till they're like 100, 20. So anyway, just things to think about, right? So the energetic, so if you're getting this thing, my personal opinion is that if you are making a decision because you are feeling like you are forced to, it's probably the wrong decision, right? Or it's the right decision, but you're not coming in it, at it in the right way. You're playing out a story, right? So, so just sit with your perspectives on that. But um, Justine, um, you can have that story that you're carrying that I'm not gonna be able to do what I really wanna do. And this is gonna stop me from being able to be successful in industries that I love. You know how many spiritual bands are touring right now? Please, like uh, in the Sedona community, Lotus Sky, she's so good. She just like announced a bunch of tour dates. Trevor Hall was like over here the other day. Like, you know, let's break, let's break the perspective. You got this, you know, you got this. So come back into your truth that you're safe, that you're supported. And anytime you are actually physically stopped because of that, allow yourself to have a perspective. Okay cool. Spirit is showing me that this is a dead end. What's next? Right? Like, like use it in that playful way. Like, okay, door closed. Cool. You know what I mean? Like it's time. Does this make sense? Yeah. Thank you for, um, thank you everybody for allowing this in our safe container, because I was so thank you for all of that. That was, um, I was so good. I was kind of like what your, your Matt said, it's going to pass. I've been like that for this entire time. I've been completely detached, happy, healthy, not, I'm not scared of it. It just, I don't like, um, the not letting people have a choice part. And then I had a press release sent to me because I was a part of a show of a tour that was happening. And then literally the very next night, the tour was closed and I had a press release. Um, it's something that's released before, you know, the general public. Yeah. It was like, it was that kind of, Hey, this is going to happen. We're going to close the rest of the tour down. And it, and that's when it hit me. And I was like, Oh, it's real. Like I've been so mm. positive about it. I've been like not taking part. And then it was like, dear everybody, you're mm. going to have to get this or you can't work here. And by the yeah. way, the tours closed until yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So, and, and, and just to, I want to speak to, to something also, um, the level of suffering that we're experiencing right now in the United States compared to what's really going on in other places is fucking astounding, right? Like the difference, like if it, Afghanistan, right? Like everything that's happening, um, Australia is like real lot in lockdown. The, the UK even, uh, uh, Canada, right? Like, so yeah, like 
gratitude a little for all of us, you know, that like, these are the issues and yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but yeah, just having a different perspective on the doorways and the, you know, opportunities in life, because everything that's happening to you is happening for you, you know? So like embody that shit, you know? Good job. Awesome. Thank you for that. That was cool. Um, Kindy, this is such a hard topic, but we are full, we are still dealing with it due to our kids not being able to go to school without them. My body is my choice and we're having to make these choices for our children as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Kindy, um, can I ask you to share on that a little bit? Because I would really love to know, you know, as a mother, like what, what have you been moving through around this and like, what has come up for you? This has been like the hardest year and a half with my children, I think ever. Um, and I've been sharing a lot with you about my daughter and me leaving her. And I think a lot of her anxiety has to do with COVID portion of all of what we've been going through. She had just started kindergarten when this all happened last year. And that was her first experience away from me. And so for her to just be thrown back at me and she was like, but what, what about everything I was doing? And so it's been really hard as a parent. Um, I now fully homeschool all three of my children because they're coming to a point where they're saying that our kids can't be in school until we have vaccines here. And I already questioned vaccines. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but my children, my oldest was fully vaccinated on time and everything. And my son has autism. So I already have like a, I don't know what caused it. I've spanned out all my other children's vaccines and my other children are okay. So I don't know, but for me to say, you know, I've asked my almost 16 year old, you know, what do you want? even though he is autistic, he's high functioning. I asked him, what do you want? He goes, I don't want anything put in me. And so I'm trying to allow them, but I've also got a seven-year-old and, a, and a almost four-year-old that I'm now like, I'm making a decision for them because the new vaccine's coming for the younger kids. And now I have to make that decision for them. And it's either I make the decision, give them the vaccine and let them go to school and have their interaction and their everything, or I keep them at home with me and, you know, move through it in that sense. Um, but I'm also finding that the people that were supposed to be on my side and working with me to help me with my kids are on the conspiracy. I mean, full out gone conspiracy theory portion. And so I'm really dealing with, you know, trying to keep my kids safe, but not getting them near these people that are going to make things worse for them. So I, it's, it's really, <laughs> this whole thing's difficult. Wow. Because I don't have a lot of people in my circle that can, you know, take my oldest son because of his problems. And so the one person that I have that can handle him has gone off the deep end with all of the conspiracy theories. And so I'm like, it's me and my husband now at home and we're just both trying to keep 
everybody sane because we don't go anywhere. We had COVID in January last year. So we've already gone through it. We almost lost my daughter. Um, it was really close. So we were, you know, I'm on full protection mode and keeping my kids with me at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. And the whole, the whole thing with like, let's, let's give these kids these vaccine when we don't really honestly know what it's going to do to them later. We have no idea. And I can't fathom myself saying, well, if you want to go have a social life, you have to have this thing that I have no idea what's going to do to you. This whole entire time you were talking, I, uh, the whole entire time you were talking, I was like, I have no idea what I would fucking do. I have no fucking clue. And then I was like, I'm so sorry you're going through that. It's really hard on my kids because they have no social life whatsoever now. Um, it's because they don't you. get to go to school. It's hard on you too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think that's a big reason I'm having such a hard time. I mean, you know, going to the retreat because I'm, I'm trying to be here to be so supportive for them. And for me to say, bye, I'm out for, you know, seven or whatever days it's going to be. And, you know, just kind of deal with your. Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> yeah. Just, just a suggestion on that. Um, I don't know, like, what your budget is, but, like, he could rent a hotel in the area and you can take breaks to see your kids if you want to. Um, what's important, though, is that you do what's best for your healing. Okay, because this is the first time that you are doing something for yourself. Please don't tarnish it. Okay, oh, yeah. so whatever decision you make, allow it to be for you. Um, but yeah, you know, like with the children, I feel like I'm going to fight the fight as long as I can. And like my, my focus is um, right now getting my body as healthy as it can be because that's what we all really need to do and um, be in right relationship with the earth and take care of the earth and make our kids as healthy as they can be, right? Get them out in the fresh air as much as possible. Give your children lots of opportunities to play and be wild and free. Like let's nourish it. Like, you, you know, mama earth, like let's just nourish everything. So, well, we've we're in California where it's all on fire right now. So we've um, we can't even go outside, and that's that's our issue right now. We yeah. the air but, quality's bad. We just can't function. Yeah, yeah. There there are little ways that we can do one, you know, small things. So you know, just look at it from that perspective. Because yes, the fires, you know, and pray for the waters. Pray for the waters of the earth. You know. Um, but yeah, you got this, sweetie. You're a strong woman and you got this. And and you will, you know that. Okay. You know that. So um I hear from my kids at least once a day. I hate COVID. And I'm like, I know, like I'm yeah. we're doing the best we can do. 
like this yeah. is this is where we're at we're all in this together we're doing this as a family here together but yeah. I and mean focusing like even even that perspective right like um let, let's try to guide our children to happiness all the time in all the ways so yeah but they know what, that it's COVID that's causing them to, to yeah, not be yeah. able to do anything or go some, hang out with their friends or anything like don't, that. Like some kids are going through it. They have no awareness, but they're just experiencing anxiety, you know? Um, so that's good. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, we all need to like support each other in this healing process. I know, um, Ritu, you also wanted to share as well, yes? Um would you mind if I just grabbed some water? Would that be okay, you guys? Can you just one second? Okay, thank you. Okay, me too. Wait, wait, hold on one second. Um, yeah. Okay. Me too, my love. Okay. Um, I just want to. <laughs> This is such a sensitive topic. I'm finding like for how long now I've been feeling the pain of the divide amongst family, friends, coworkers. Uh, not only that, there's so much energy I've been finding for myself that has been moving. And how many triggers, just I think with all the work that we've been doing too, like how many levels of stuff has been going through me. And I understand completely how Justine feels because I, I feel exactly, I, I feel her pain because I've been feeling it every day. Uh, I'm here in Canada and uh, all of a sudden uh, they've called an election like at the drop of a hat so we don't know what's going to happen and last friday uh, they just dropped the news of certain sectors are being mandated to take this vaccine and also i think it was monday of this week maybe another two or three sectors are being mandated now so this is, uh, I, I don't tell anybody what to do. Everybody has to choose what they have to do. I'm choosing what I, I, I've been trying to figure it out, but everybody has their reason. But a lot of us are being put in a spot, including myself, where it's like either, like the way the news was dropped, employer never said anything, was the news dropped it like, you have to get it. If you don't get it, you're fired. And that's how, that's how, like, how many of us were told. And it came in the media. It didn't come from the employer, didn't come from your boss, didn't come from any other 
place. And that's how that, that, that was very traumatic, very traumatic, how it came out and how it's playing out and how they're just seem to be following through with it. And I'm just telling you that veil came off big time for that place for me to really, you know, see them, see it for what it is right now, you know, like, and I've been there for, it would be like 20 years. So that, that trust, that relationship, everything, like how many things in me is just so many things, but also the other side of things of uh, no control, trauma, and, 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 just so many different things like terror like we're feeling like I have very few people I can talk to about it but like thank god my boss is good and she's you know she's talking about it and stuff but like it's like anxiety terror fear loss of control it is the worst feeling and I know how it it, it just like <sighs> your daily everything like you know everything is just like you don't know what's going to happen and then you have to go stand up and fight to explain your specific reason maybe you have for it like what is this what you this know? is is a fight for body autonomy and freedom okay we have fought for land we have fought for food we have fought for um, leadership, we have fought for control, we have fought for freedom, and now we're fighting for our bodies. And the amount of energy that has moved through, because I've done a lot of, like, I was doing a lot of deep meditation on the weekend, and the triggers, like, all these triggers, and then, you know, like, the memory came back from, like, childhood of a situation like a medical related situation and and another situation like these medical related situations that I went through which were traumatic which on top of that like thank god that came back to me because it's like oh my god I couldn't I can't believe like I, I like it just came back to me all of a sudden who here has an experience um, related to that. Okay. It's a pattern that has been showing up with my clients. This is very fascinating. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> can I get some sage? Is that okay? Thank you. Jeez. This is a good call, guys. It's a really fucking good call. Um, yeah, anybody, um, you know, after this, like everything that we're talking about, we're moving, okay? So like, just pay attention to that. This is like what we're doing for ourselves and sharing for ourselves and our personal experiences is like moving all the energy for the collective. Like that's cool. It's really cool. So um, 
if it's moving through you in any way in these dialogues, like on an emotional level or on a thought level or in the body, right? If you're feeling things in the body, uncomfortability, like wanting to get off the call or, or like anxiety or, you know, whatever it may be, um, it's all moving through you. Okay, so how are you feeling, Ritu, with um, like how this is playing out for you right now in your life? Like, do you feel at peace? Do you feel out of control? Do you feel angry? Do you, what do you feel? I've been going through uh, every day different kinds of emotions, but like I have not had anxiety for a very long time that it's come back and like fear like fear and anxiety and uh like initially when i heard it that day i felt like loss like major loss you know like and mad obviously mad and uh you know like uh it's like there's a <laughs> Let's see how this is going to play out. But it's not only me. It's like how many other people. Everybody has different reasons, medical reasons and other things. Yeah. And it's like you, maybe there's a battle ahead. I don't know. But it's like a lot of uncertainty. Oh, like, we're, in, we're in the battle, sweetie. This is the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the question is, what do we do? Like, what do we do about this? Right? Like, what, what do we do? to help ourselves to feel more at peace, to win the battle, right? We need to remember that we as human beings came here to play, okay? Let's not forget that no matter what's going on, please remember it. It is a healing energy. Play is a healing energy. So like we as a soul, right? We're like in this oneness energy. It's, if you've sat with Bufo before, you'll experience it. It's, uh, you, you don't have a body. You, uh, this is all related to our conversation. I promise you guys. Uh, <laughs> In, in oneness energy, right? You don't have a body. You feel like all of your cells are just connected to this one big entity of energy and you're just like floating in it. And it's amazing and it's beautiful and that's it, right? That's the place I went with Bufo. Um, I went there uh, multiple times with grandmother. Um, I've experienced elements of it with Hape and cannabis. And now I can activate that connection through meditation, right? That's where we are. And we have created this beautiful opportunity to experience all of that energetic frequency on a whole nother level as a human being. And that's why we're here, to experience love and all of its facets, right? Love is not just one entity of energy. It is multiple things. It's play, it's laughter, it's happiness, it's ease it's you know um intimacy it's like all these things right so um make space for it in your life no matter what 
remember that's the intention. And also to remember that your soul, which exists, you know, as part of this one energy, um, has chosen this path to be here in this moment. And your soul on this path chose to have every single fucking experience that you have had in your life. So why are you here? What is this about? What is this experience here to teach each of you? Make sense? Yeah. And uh, I think to reach you, the, um, the feelings that you are having, where it's related to medical trauma, right? That's a surfacing for you. And so sometimes that's, that happens on your soul's healing journey that like you've chosen to have this experience in this life, in this present moment as this version of you to like look back and go, holy shit, oh my God, that happened to me, right? And, and something there needs to be reclaimed, right? This is inner child work right? Coming full force. So, um, you know, this is the study of that reclaiming the child, doing those meditations, loving her, bringing her back for you, bringing that trauma to that meditation, you know? Um, but you got this, you got this sister. I know. I know. What are you worried about? Is it worry or is it anger, frustration? Like what's the emotion that you've, you're holding for this? There's so many things going through me, <laughs> but you know, the money scarcity thing is a big thing there that I'm working on healing. That's one of my things I'm working on. And also uh, like, because that medical trauma, <laughs> The medical trauma, like I'm just because when I see videos, I'm just I'm just gonna share it if it's okay. I don't know if we have time. I had to get a blood test when I was about seven years old, and I was terrified. So there's a needle there, right? Everything just fits in perfectly with the scenario. And I was crying and screaming, and I had to be held by four people, and they had to put that needle in me. So obviously the situation or seeing anything related to this, but that's not the only reason would trigger me. But it just came back to me this weekend when I was doing like this, this was going on with this announcement, all those feelings. And then I said, okay, I just need to meditate, meditate. And I did a lot of meditation and it came back to me and I said, oh my God, like shit, like that's one thing you know that I still obviously haven't healed because I was very young yeah and our our triggers can like really get in the way of our like uh, our peace our, our calmness you know and uh the the programming that we tend to have as human beings as is like association, like we want to associate everything. And so we're like, wow, it's like, 
this is happening here and it reminds me of this. And so that was really painful. So now, oh my God, this is going to be really painful too, right? And it's all this like fear-based energy that's duplicated and just recreate it. So um, it's here for you. Because I think that word mandate, like, you know, it literally was like, you have no control. It doesn't matter what you want. We're going to do this to you. And it's exactly like, yeah. And can you just think about that word for a second? Man date. That's true. Okay. So we're healing sexual trauma. We're healing um, rape, right? That's a, that's a rape too, right? It's the same thing. Um, so It's okay. Just take your time. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> no, I'm just like really grateful. <sighs> so we're being uh, chosen to do really big work for the collective. Okay. All of us. Um, we're, we're releasing a lot of this and it's like playing out, playing out in the 3D, right? And it can feel like it is happening to us, right? All of this, this is um, a rewrite, okay? It's a rewrite, this is different. You gotta believe it with every fiber of your being, okay? Um, yeah. I, I would like to, I know we're, we're here at 704. I'm available to continue for a little while if anybody would like to. Um, can I see a show of hands if anybody would like to? Okay, cool. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I'm just going to serve myself some hot bay so I could just like ground in for a minute and like there's a lot to process here and a lot to, to speak on. Oh. Okay. 
So, uh, uh, where do we go from here? Do we do we want to process that? Do we want to talk about what that was? Do we want to continue to talk about and share COVID perspective? Where would you guys all like to go? Maybe you could tell me in the comments. Yeah, JB, share your perspective, brother. All right. Um, first off, thank you all for sharing. Um, it's been great. I am kind of moving through similar things that maybe may different cause, but similar things. Um, Maybe can I can I just before we dive in, um, uh, I would like to just get a tissue if that's okay. Yeah. Because I don't want to interrupt your your deep dive. I want to really hold space for you. Okay, get a tissue. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> He's so cute. Get a Awesome. And I am here for you, brother. I have everything I need. Okay. All right. So, uh, so I have been struggling with the vaccine thing as well. Um, I don't want it. And for me, it's not a feeling the mandate doesn't bother me if that's oh like weird if it's weird but it, it doesn't the what bothers me is the idea of it from the beginning and i guess i didn't realize this until the other day when i was going to a wedding and the bride texted the group of friends and she's like just so you know um if you're not vaccinated you have to wear a mask totally fine like whatever if that's what makes you feel comfortable i'm cool with it i think what came up for me and then i realized i started to feel uncomfortable it, it started to feel like like the scarlet letter you know like if i was there wearing a mask then everyone's gonna know that i'm an anti-vaxxer you know like whatever that means um so then i was kind of i was talking to my friend about it and i was like like you know asking my friends like hey are you vaccinated well just really trying to get the sense of will i be the only dummy in a mask you know at this wedding and she said something to me and i and i guess i i realized it at first like i i realized it but i didn't realize it so i think for me because when you're asking ritu like what came up for you when this all comes up and for me it's a feeling of distrust like i don't trust the government and that's only because 
I think there's like a lot of ancestral trauma there. So I'm Native American, I'm African American, and you know, but it, it's just been a lot of like an ancestral trauma. Like for example, my great grandfather was um, he was murdered in his like in his home by three white men, and only one got charged with manslaughter, um, and that led to you know then my grandmother you know took her life and then you know she raised children then my aunts and mom you know then they had their problems and stuff like that so it all kind of trickled down for me so I fear the same thing I guess but it just seems like it's for different reasons like I it's a real distrust and it, it kind of like for me I'm, I'm like okay but so is the work to get the vaccine you know what i'm saying like in in my head in my process my process has been <laughs> you have trust issues you know and then here comes this big trust issue right and so i work in the medical field so i'm or i've been mandated by one of my jobs my main job hasn't the thus far we just have to do weekly testing, which is, you know, a different conversation. Um, so, yeah, I just, I guess I just felt like I had to share that perspective. Um, I don't really know where that leads us because I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I don't feel like just because I'm working on trust doesn't mean I have to trust everything and everybody. Discernment. Yeah. Right. Discernment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different. So um, the I'd like to speak to the question of like, well, where do you go from here? You know, like what, how, what do I do about it? Like what do I do about all this? Um, what came through uh, is that uh, first you do your part. So like the external reality is a reflection of your internal world, right? you have a bad relationship with trust. So here is this external reality unfolding. You wanna heal that, do your part, right? You wanna change that external reality, shift your perspective. And so trust, and I'm learning discernment as well. It's a hard study. It's a very hard study because you wanna believe everybody's of love and you wanna believe it's safe and everybody has your best interests at heart and, you know, um, we're here on this human experience to also learn how to use our intuition, how to tap into our internal knowing, how to connect with our um, gut feeling. And so um, it's, it's like a spiritual gift that we're learning to master. And so life will challenge you with experiences to say, hey, like, go ahead. You know, and that's part of what's happening. So um, I think that the fear of, of lack of trust in the government, right? Uh, I have that in my lineage as well. My grandmother had to flee Italy and she doesn't want to go back to visit, you know? Uh, she wasn't safe. Her home was bombed, right? I have a lot of that. I'm very connected to that particular grandmother. So that's kind of my model of the world, you know? So it's, it's cool to see like where you're connected, what you carry. Um, 
and also like even the, the parents or grandparents that you aren't really connected to, we still carry their stuff a lot of the time. So um, you're carrying it, right? Uh, and you're also learning your discernment and you're like, something's kind of off here, you know? Like um, I have to acknowledge that as well. Um, I think, I think it's okay. I have to hear this as I say it to decide if this is right, but I think it's okay to distrust the government, but trust that you're safe in the ever unfolding of the process of that switching into something that you can feel safe in, right? Like, I think what's happening right now is a lot of like collapse, like the fires everywhere, right? Kali is burnt, Kali Ma energy everywhere. And it's like, uh, it's creating a lot of chaos and a lot of rattlement and a lot of like stormy energy and government stuff is happening, right? Like Ritu shared what happened there and the, there's a random new election coming and weird stuff's happening with us. Like Republicans are changing their policies of, of vaccinations and things are shifting. And so it's just like, ugh. We got to pray. Like, we really just got to fucking pray. Do your part in prayer and um, do your part in your inner work. Like, we are all so connected. This is the part that's, like, really important to note. We are all connected. Like, I am all of you. You are all of me. Right? And uh, we make up this world. So the more of us that do our part, the more the light will start to shine, the more the veil will be lifted, the more perspectives will change, the more realizations will be had, the more healing will happen, the more union will be created. So we just have to do our part, you know? That makes a lot of sense. I think I was, when you when you kind of said that I wrote down and I now I realize what it is <laughs> I see like what the lesson is and like not only yeah like 100% discernment but it's also to like trust myself you know like I don't have to trust the government or, or you know Pfizer Moderna whoever I don't know <laughs> doctors I don't know but I think in, in this moment, I think it's more being okay with having more faith and trust in myself than I do in an external source, whether that be a doctor or my, I don't know, my boss or wh whatever, you know, so whoever like that superiority kind of, you know, that I can make my own decision. So I think you're right that I have to do that. Yeah, trusting our intuition to know what is safe for us. Yeah, and like, it's also like really important too, like in this season to create wellness within your entire life. Like that will do so much healing for the planet in so many ways. Um, I can be so much better about this in like my relationship with mother earth. Like I could be composting. Um, I could be better at my recycling. 
I could not buy as many things in cans, right? Like I could do better. Um, and trusting myself, I could certainly do better, right? Being in right relationship with my intuition. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, like the other day I was like visiting my aunt and this other aunt was going to come that I had like tension with. And the minute I heard she was coming, my energy shifted and it was like, you need to leave. Like, no, stay. And I like forced myself to stay. And the minute she came, I'm like, peace. Like felt that like I wasn't going to, no. So um, trust your intuition, right? Coming into right relationship with money, right? Like we all need to be wealthy. Okay. Because when we are healing, and we are doing our part and we are caring for ourselves more deeply, caring for the earth more deeply, caring for our lives more deeply. Um, will we that the right money in the right hands goes a long way, right? So keeping that in mind. Um, what else can I speak to on this? I think that I think that might be it, but I'm I'm proud of you, Jamie. This is big, right? This is really big. You know, what, what I think would be really cool um, is to write a letter to your ancestors, you know, and, and be like, I'm here in the war and, you know, I, I love you for everything you've been through and just like whatever comes through. Um, I think that'd be really sacred. I was just about to ask that. I'm like, how do you heal something that's not, not tangible? I guess none, none of this stuff is tangible, but like that's, so far removed yeah you know that would be a really good first step I also think too connecting to the medicine of your lineage would be very very helpful um you know like uh, I don't know in your Native American right what do you what's your um your lineage right that's no quality beautiful right so so what did they do and maybe there are uh, try, you know, traditions of study with medicine. Like I know, you know, there's like sweat lodge, right? Like maybe there's teepees, sun dance, like do it all brother, like bring it back home for yourself. You, you gotta go to Sundance. Um, I don't, I'm sure you've heard of it, right? It, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's how you heal it. Bring it back because that medicine has the answers, right? Like I, I believe like the, the first people's nation, right? Like all of the tribes all have the answers to everything. So um, explore it in a way that feels best for all of you guys, right? Like, you know, go experiment, go, go get wisdom as you see fit. I know Kindy's coming to the Sedona Soul Retreat. She's gonna sit with all these medicines. Um, it's, it doesn't have to look like that right? It can look like, you know, I want to explore um, Buddhism, or I want to explore uh, my own lineage as an Italian or uh, uh, Irish, right? Like my friend Jen, she's Irish, and uh, where she's from, there's like a lot of war, it's like real bad. So, you know, what, what are you carrying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you got this, brother. This will be great. Really excited for you. Please, please keep in contact with me. And like, if you need help or anything, like directing uh, your steps. 
Cool. Does anybody else want to share tonight? Yes. Sherry, and uh, I just, before we dive in, I just want to read Kindy's comment. She said, I've been told my entire life I was Native American and I've tried to connect with that, but after doing research, I can't find any Native Americans in my lineage. So I feel lost on the connection now. Um, well, you can do a DNA test if you want to, right? Like I've done that, that was really cool. Um, and also too, your soul chose to be somebody that was told she was Native American. So perhaps that's like a past life that you're like, connected real deep to. So don't dismiss that connection, right? Like for me, I'm very connected to like Costa Rica, right? I'm not, I have no lineage there, but I feel like I've had a past life there perhaps. So, you know, give yourself permission to indulge in what you feel connected to. Okay. Sherry, yes. And just to speak on that, I too was told I had part Native American in me and I had a DNA test done like I think it was last year and I have none, um, but I, I had no idea I was Italian. So that was interesting <laughs> to find out. Plus Puerto Rican, Peruvian, Kenyan and Filipino. And I'm just like, all right, I'm everything. So that was kind of wow. cool to find out. I can tap into all that. Um, but what I wanted to speak on is, uh, so I'm from the inner city and I grew up tough. Like my dad was tough. I had to be tough. You know, the feminine, as a little girl, as a teenager, blocked the feminine all. So when all this started coming out, I'm, I'm not necessarily anti-vax, but I'm anti this vaccine because I don't know what's in it. I don't know what it does to you. I don't, you know, you hear all the things and there's no way I'm putting that in my body. And me and my brother have been talking about this and he's a prepper. So, and he's into all the conspiracies. I'm like, okay, let's back up a minute. But, you know, we, we talk about all this, but there's no way I'm getting this vaccine. And I haven't been, my job that hasn't said you had to get it, but if they do that, I'm, you know, I won't have the job. But over this past weekend, um, you know, a lot of our hospitals here are mandating it. And there's all kinds of protests going on and I'm joining some, I'm at the Capitol too. Um, and I was just getting really angry with it. I was just like, and me and my brother talking about it. And like I said, I'm from the inner city. I stocked up on ammo. I'm like, my, and my brother's like, this is going to go to war. And I'm just like, I maybe, maybe not, but I'm going to be ready. And then I'm also, um, I just graduated from a shaman apprentice program. Um, so I'm very connected to the spiritual realm. And everything I've got in the last two weeks from all that realm is, no, it's through love. We have to do it with love. We have to heal this planet with love. We have to change all this with love. And I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with the power of eight, but this um, they did studies where if you get a group of eight people together and they set an intention, they have cured cancer. They had lower the crime rate in cities. They have done miraculous things. And that's the message I'm getting from my guides is that you have to get people together. And if this week you all set the intention, okay, we're gonna awaken hundred people this week. And next week we're gonna awaken hundred more people. And those people will go out and awaken more people. And that is the message that I'm getting is how we can we fix this. This is how we heal this planet. This is how we get out of this fucked up situation that we're in. So that's just what I wanted to add. It's through love. Guess how many people are coming together in a circle in Sedona very soon. 
Yeah, I wish I could be eight. there. Eight. eight. Yeah, see you guys. Yeah. And I, you know, I would like to start getting, and it doesn't all have to be together. Obviously, I think that's more powerful, but they say it's not really, you can, you know, yeah. we could sit here, eight of us together and do this. And so, you know, that's what, and, and I actually talked to my brother, who's all, he has way more ammo than I have, but, um, and I said, Kurt, we have to do this with love. We can't. And he goes, actually, I was going to talk to you about that. And I'm just like, what? So my, you know, my spiritual team was talking to your spiritual team and they put that in YouTube. So, you know, that's, that's our plan going forward is to try to just get people together and pray and as a collective raise this vibration and just change, make change through love. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. I think that's, uh, that's the lesson of all of this too, you know, like you can win a war with love. You can, it's totally possible. So we got to do it. And that's going to require us to be like really out of our fear, you know, like really in our sovereignty and our patience and our prayers and our connection to self and our hearts make sense so um what i would like to do is play a song for us to pray together just one song before we like leave tonight um it's a song i've been playing a lot the last couple of days um and i think it's like really appropriate for what we're what we're doing today so uh let's see And uh, I'd ask you guys maybe just to like ground in for a minute, you know, close your eyes and get into your center. Uh, We'll take three deep cleansing breaths. Just connecting to the heart space. Connecting to love, the frequency of love. The prayers to heal this earth. To cleanse her waters. The prayers to heal our lives. the prayers to heal the people and their suffering. Connecting to love. And for the next couple of minutes, we just connect to um, the prayers that we have for this world.
as much time as you need to come back. Grounding in. Connecting to the body. Finding your center. Oh, whew. Uh, I'd like to hold space to like process that. So if anybody would like to share, oh. I know we're still on the line. We'll, we won't keep it too long, but maybe just a couple of quick shares of like anything that came through for you, what it felt like in your prayer <clears throat> for that process. 
I'll go. Okay. I just really um, <laughs> called for peace for the entire world. It's something that I do all the time anyway. I've shared this before, whether you're a stranger or not. And um, you're right. We have to do that. And we have to do it every single day. And especially when we're feeling this way. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. And maybe one more. No one wants to share. That's okay, too. Um, yeah, I just want to honor what Jamie said. Uh, Jamie spoke uh, also in my, I can share the info with you that I learned. Yes. I want to go to Sundance so badly. You have to be invited. And I have not been invited yet. Well, one day. Uh, also, in my opinion, being Native American is a state of being. If you feel connected, then maybe you are. I've always felt that there's no such thing of being part Native. If you carry that energy with you, that's who you are. Yeah, there's a teaching. Um, one of my teachers, <laughs> he's my Hayoka teacher. Hard. You know, you guys know what Hayoka is? Okay. Really quickly, Hayoka medicine is like somebody who always like tricks you. They like piss you off all the time for no reason. You're like, what the fuck? Why am I so triggered by this guy? They, you know, he brings up your stuff. Anyway, he says that uh, in uh, his belief system, there's like this old tradition that when uh, a story that when all of the natives were being killed off of their land, they said, don't worry, one day we'll come back as you. when I first heard that I like sobbed it was like oh. so yes and we send prayers to them for their healing right because they need healing too um okay guys great work today this was such a beautiful call I really honor each and every one of you I'm uh I, I want to keep going but I'm feeling like it, this is a good close for me I'm a little uh I'm here at a rest. So I'm going to go do that. Your course content for uh, tomorrow. Uh, give me some time. Okay. I'm not going to release right away. I got to rest and recover a little bit. So um, just a little space, integrate this conversation, take pause, think about what we've talked about. It would really be great for any of you that this call was like really sacred and you really got a lot out of it just to share in the group uh, your perspective of tonight's call. I really want to encourage and welcome sisters to the calls. And if there are parts of the calls that you really love that you want to share with me, like certain types of styles of what we've been doing that have really been helpful, um, please let me know in a direct comment on Facebook. I don't check Facebook often, but please just send it to me so that I can study and learn like what I need to do better for all of you. And because uh, I'm still learning. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for a beautiful session. This was amazing. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.